0: Zach Phillips, welcome to the Idea of a Man podcast. We are now up to podcast number six, I believe. We did four obviously in the month of January. Um, This is now the second one in February, so that would make it absolutely six. Um, We've been going on a journey now. The Idea of a Man podcast, we're going to be taking you throughout the month, throughout the year of 2021 on a journey where we start off with discovering ourselves as we did in um, January, where we looked at finding ourselves, who am I? Um, and all of those kind of questions around self-identity, um, what are my values and self-actualizing, where after we've gone on the journey in the process of discovering who we are, our core unique identity, what are the potentialities and the possibilities um, inherent within the intrinsic things that I've now discovered about myself, now that I can go on a journey from an authentic self what does that look like and what am i here to accomplish and to achieve what am i here to do so um in month two february we're going on a journey where now we're asking the question where then do i fit where's my place on the earth and um last um week we talked about career whether i fit in the context of my work and the things that i do on a day-to-day basis really important question we have to ask ourselves particularly as a man you know you need to have a sense of purpose um you know as a human being let's get honest as people um, having a sense of purpose, having an aim is so important because if you aim for nothing, you hit it every time. And um, so having a real sense of understanding of what you're all about, what your game is, what your journey is, is of such great importance to us as individuals while we go on this journey. So today though, we're going to get into the subject of where do I fit in the context of relationships. Relationships is a huge matter. Um, in my philosophies and over the years, I've come to the conclusion that it's possible that perhaps relationships is what it's all about. Our interaction with other like-minded or not so like-minded souls. You know, we're all made up of body, soul and spirit. What does that even mean? Well, what it actually means in a fundamental kind of, you know, is the, are these concepts even real sense? Who knows, okay? But we all have to look for ways to try to explain the phenomena which is existence and this reality in which we, in which we you know, uh, muddle through. one thing we are aware of on a day-to-day basis is our physical entity that is our bodies but the truth be told animating our bodies is um an energy and a personality and a unique self a unique us now there's components to that self and there's 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 studies that you can do into really understanding all the elements of the self etc etc but one thing we do know is that yes a scientist for example a, a doctor can perhaps dig inside your head and find a brain Dig inside your your chest and find the heart that pumps your blood but will they in so doing find the mind with which you think as opposed to just the brain or the actual heart with which you fall in love with um those components we basically put into another category which we call the soul which goes beyond the physical dimension so it, it exists in a dimension beyond physical so therefore it's spiritual and by default as well because we are all intrinsically spiritual um we have our souls which are a spiritual entity of ourselves our personality animating this physical body we are likewise connected to that one spirit that is the spirit that is that, that, that is covering all of earth and all of everything that exists you know the entire universe what does that even mean i'm not too sure but that's the philosophy that i kind of worked out that kind of makes some sense for me i might have said this before but i used to be quite religious i used to go to church used to do all those kind of things in my current sort of way of looking at things um I, I am spiritual, but I'm not religious by any stretch of the imagination. I don't follow or subscribe to any particular um, form of organised religion. I do have a sense deep within me that there's a little bit more to life than simply what we can break down at the moment in just physical components I believe that there's people who are studying various forms of science and are thinking outside the box who are coming to some interesting conclusions around all these things in the entirety of my lifetime will I ever know I don't know and it doesn't really matter what we're dealing with here is how we can live more productive better more self-actualized more integrated more whole and wholesome existences for us that have meaning to us, and that's really important in the context of our relationships. It's certainly. Con- Important in the context of what we spoke about last week in the area of our careers and what we do on a day to day basis, but how we interact, how my soul, my personality interacts with the souls and personalities of others is of such great importance because through that process we either gain fulfillment, we either gain tremendous amounts of frustration, um, and a lot of different factors happen. We find ourselves either in relationships that are supportive of who we are, or we find ourselves in places where the people around us can be. the the biggest drawback to us actually achieving anything on the earth so it's of such great importance really to first of all to begin to develop a relationship with yourself Um, the word alone can be broken down into all one for you to be all one you have to spend a bit of time alone thinking about who you are as a unique individual if you will do that work of knowing who you are what you want, what you're here to accomplish, what you're here to achieve, what your purpose is, that begins to prepare you in order to be able to be in the right place to have a relationship with others. Because the truth be told, if you don't have any clue where where you're going, if you don't have any aim with regards to your life, if you don't have any purpose, then others will sway you this way and that way. Because, you know, a useful human being around the place can be quite, you know, another pair of hands, you know, here's, here's the burden, grab that and let's run with it, let's get things going on, okay? And there's a lot of people out there who... Have some sense of purpose, um, and also could use a bit of help. <laughs> you know, it's like okay, fine. There's somebody around who's got nothing going on. Fantastic, useful pair of hands. Here, grab it. Let's go. So, living like that though for prolonged periods of time begins to become quite unfulfilling. You begin to look at your life and you think, well, I'm doing all this stuff for everybody else, but actually, what about me? Who am I? Is it this reason for this? Is because of the unique potential that's within us all as individuals? We are all divine. We're all equal. That's why some concept like slavery or anything of that kind is utter anathema because you can't own people because the soul cannot be contained within that kind of, um, within that context. It's ridiculous. But you see, the thing is, if we as individuals don't have any sense of purpose, aren't living on purpose, then there are people out there, predators who are quite happy to find an excuse to manipulate and to utilize our unutilized energy to their ends and to their purposes. So having a sense of purpose is of great importance. And certainly when you come into the context of interacting with other people, particularly when you get into like romantic relationships and things, one of the most attractive things is when you come across an individual who has some sense of purpose, some sense of who they are in their own skin, and a sense of a reality with regards to what the course of their life is about. Now the work obviously we're doing here at the idea of a man is really around men's stuff because the statistics around men's lives the pain and the the hurt that we go through in silence many times um is endemic It's creating real big problems you know if we're just looking on a statistical basis you know there's more men committing suicide there's more men being incarcerated there's more men taking kind of drugs and alcohol to the point where they're literally addicted or alcoholic whatever the case may be then there are women um so in a sense it's like are we living as men considerably less integrated than our female counterparts? Are we, you know, what's what's all the answers? I don't have all the answers, but I certainly would like to think that we can contribute to this context because as men we are important. We're important to ourselves, certainly. We've got to, you know, exist on the planet for the period of time that we got to be here. And you know, we don't want to make a hash of it. We want to make something that we can feel kind of proud of ourselves, that we did we lived a meaningful and a purposeful existence. And the people who have to interact with you certainly would benefit considering more and be much, much happier, I'm sure, if they were to encounter somebody with some sense of purpose, some sense of reason behind their life. So when well, I'm encouraging you to do these things specifically as a man, now, in the context of being a man, society is thrown up a bunch of questions around these things, and some of those questions, of course, have just simply created confusion. We're in a place where some people are just literally confused. What am I supposed to be as a man? And that, again, is why you, for yourself, have to ask these questions. Don't just run along with it because of what society is saying, because there was a time when society was saying, you know, for example, you know, homosexuality is wrong, all these kind of things, that, you know, um, trans or whatever is, is wrong, okay? So there was a time when that was the that was a, a, a debilitating state of humanity. So people who were in that position, who grew up and they knew, they were fundamentally not attracted to the opposite sex, they were attracted to other males, then um, they had to live in a society that didn't accept that as, as a normal thing and, and, and persecute them as a result. Now, we now live in a society where, sure, those things are becoming more and more acceptable, which is a wonderful thing. But at the same time, to a degree, certain elements of certain things then become a kind of a fashion and so sometimes we do things simply because it's it's on trend it's it's what's going on around us and there's nothing wrong with kind of asking questions or going on exploration that is what we're all about here at the idea of man you going on your journey and understanding your truth but if you simply do things as you're swayed by what society is doing whether it goes a little left or goes a little right goes a little up goes a little down you're still not getting to the core of answering the question for yourself what is your fundamental truth what is your sexuality what is your desire what do you want out of this whole game of life and in this context i would tell you to go on some level of a journey you know do some self-discovery but read some books explore some ideas and some thoughts and then go beyond the ideas and the head knowledge and go into the place where you go into your own body and ask your body some questions with regards to what its urges and impulses are and what it, what it needs to satisfy the deepest longings of the heart. Be um, intentional about it. Be um, you know take charge of your own life. Be the master of your own ship. Um, don't let other people, society, religion, parents, whatever the case may be, you know, tell you how you should live your life in all these different areas. Because at the end of the day, they don't have to live within your body. They don't have to live within your mind. They don't have to exist within. The parameters of your truth, the truth be told, most people are just muddling through and trying to find answers for their own stuff. And at the same time, there are some who love to impose their projected views onto others. Because again, it goes back to the same thing. If you don't have any aim and purpose, there's lots of people who can find something useful for you to do or not even just... You know there's people who live their lives that way it's just true okay I don't know if you can grasp what I'm saying but when you observe around the world if you're not living in a sense of purpose there's so many human beings will take full advantage of that and there's oftentimes don't even aim to the advantage they're taking they're just taking advantage so I'm encouraging you strongly from the depth of my soul to encouraging you at the depth of your soul to have your own sense of purpose and self-knowledge know who you are be who you are do you do you do you do you all day long do you boo so get to know your truth and your reality and live as integrated to your potent truth as you can when you live like that then you bring something into a context of relationships which is so powerful then you're in an environment whereby when another person comes along, you can share the gift of your truth and your reality with them. And then obviously if they don't accept or want or not interested in who you are fundamentally, that's okay. Because you know what, they might be for somebody else and that might be okay. And then we, we, we can understand where we are because we know fundamentally who we are. That's an important starting basis. Once we've got that lockdown, then we can begin to move into the area of relationships. The so truth be told, a relationship, if you want to have any level of longevity, is going to require growth, maturity, development. And this is where we go back to in month one where we looked at who am I? By the last week, we came into asking self-actualization. Now that I know who I am. How do I grow and go on a journey of being me and find out the possibilities of me? So it's so important where we've discovered ourselves, that we now live true to that, but we discover and dig into the potentialities that are within us we then bring that to the table and in the context of our intimate relationships we keep on growing and evolving but we also keep coming back to the anchor of who we are we allow ourselves to mature. you know when you think you know the answer life changes the questions is is a truth that i've found over and over again don't be overly dogmatic be prepared to learn be flexible learn as life teaches you every single day the school day be a student of life but you for your individual self at whichever stage of the journey you're on have to know your own anchoring and moorings have to know where you stand on a particular issue at any particular given time so when a person begins to try to get inside your boundaries and take you outside of your where you're heading that can be an issue and you've got to be able to be clear on when a boundary is being breached because as a person if you have no business just giving away your boundaries and it's very easy for us as men we live in a day and age where we've learned a whole heap With regards to how to treat our women with some respect. And of course, there's so many men out there who are not yet treating their women, their men, or their friends, or whatever the case may be, with respect, because there's people like that on the earth. However, as men, as a sort of a mass, there's a lot of us who've learned a lot about treating our women with respect. And so we will defer to our women and we begin to um to be in a sense submissive to our women and society in a sense has taught us a lot of these things and you know there's there's some benefits in that there's a lot that we've had to learn it's so important to be a lot more integrated in who we are and the way we conduct ourselves the way we communicate with the people we love but at the same time man what i'm encouraging you to do is to know that when you know yourself when you know who you are fundamentally a lot of the rubbish falls away because actually you also are worthy to be deserve, uh, worthy and deserving of being treated with respect but you have to treat yourself with respect first if you don't treat yourself with respect then you can't expect others to treat you with respect and it's the fundamental principle for both men and for women we have to learn that you know what there's certain things we won't accept women have said you know we won't accept this if you're gonna be beating on us and treating us like crap and just being all kind of vile and horrible and trying to manipulate us and control us and control our lives, that's not acceptable, that's no good. And so as a society, things have had to change, and that's a good thing. But likewise, as men, we have to come to a place where we understand likewise that we are okay, that we can be people on this earth, and we can make decisions, we don't have to apologize for our existence, that your truth is your truth, and you have to set up some boundaries. We have a little bit of an understanding of these things, and we also have the ability to keep our ear to the ground and to change and to adapt and to grow it's a, it is a balancing act i'm absolutely you know i'm not going to pretend that it's not a balancing act that's exactly what i'm saying what we're dealing with here is the reality of being able to hold your fundamental truth being able to listen though to what life is teaching you to what your woman perhaps is suggesting and teaching you and be able to understand that life has adaptable flows to it and that you can be flexible like water and go around rocks and and, and, and boulders and you can also sometimes just need to just knuckle down and be firm on what you know to be fundamentally true because if you go this way or that way that might detract from your fundamental purpose and you don't want to be detracting from your fundamental purpose from what you're here to do and from who you've discovered yourself to be. is really important in relationships to understand on a much deeper and deeper level i've been married for 25 years and in that process i've gone through a whole stack of things there's a time when i was in church and in religion where they teach you very fundamentally all this stuff about man has to be you know the uh the head of his home and woman should submit and all this kind of stuff and when you start laying out all these dogmatic things you know you end up in a lot of different problems a lot of hot water because psychologically mentally and emotionally it's not taken into consideration the reality that we are all multifaceted human beings and our personal personalities have got so much to them you're going to do when i told you in the beginning go on that discovery of finding yourself and i gave you the tools of say your personality type if you do your personality type and you look at your wife's personality type you'll find the opposite personality types often attract and um, there's the things that are attractive about her that you find attractive are oftentimes things that you have lacking in your life and so you'll reciprocate for each other and you begin to to find ways in which you can kind of balance each other out at the same time though when you're going on a process of growth and development sometimes you realize that some area that you were using another person to kind of compensate for your lack in you might now grow in and suddenly become strong in and so this whole process begins to happen and there's no you know we shouldn't stop that process, but we need to keep communicating about who we are and where we are, what we're doing with our lives. A really useful book that I read recently, one of the most helpful books that I've read on relationships, is um, the book called Masculine in Relationship. And it's all about how, how to love a strong woman in relationship. And how, I'm going to be doing a, a book review on that and putting that on my website very shortly. So I encourage you to look up that book. Um, it is, it's a very powerful book because he gives us three very key um, elements that as a man we can do with our lives now one of the things he, he alludes to is that it's to help you to love a strong woman so the masculine relationship masculinity often is equated with some level of strength and leadership and this that and the third thing there's elements of that and some elements is not necessarily however he gives us as a man with you know your general man, manly traits three things that are useful that you can do with yourself um, Stop reacting to her and learn to respond rather than react. Um, Provide structure and create safety. And he explains and breaks down that considerably. And I really encourage you to to get an understanding of what that means, because for me as an individual growing it up in the 90s and kind of learning to um, acquiesce to, to our woman and all of those kind of things, because that's how society was teaching me again, like we went back to the beginning of this conversation, how we do things because society tells us to. We have to learn to kind of grow and evolve as people begin to think for ourselves. And when I read this book, what it really gave me in my life and in my relationship was a sense of, right, you know, there is a point. I'm not just a spare part in this whole process. I'm not just a tag along, you know. There's a, there is a point to me being a male factor in this thing, and I can contribute some fundamental things. So first of all, I need to start to learn that it's not all about reacting to the various different moods and sways and swings of, um, of the feminine and of the female. Are good books to read around these things obviously the way the superior man it's a guy thing all those kind of books by david data stuff that will really help it really helps when you kind of got get a deeper grasp on what all of that stuff means then get into the area of you know what provides structure and create safety all of a sudden bang in my um sort of leaning towards a more masculine energy i've got something to do i can do that that comes naturally to me however because i've been acquiescing for all these years I've lost that muscle it hasn't been developed and I don't know how to do that but yet When I look inside myself, I realize actually I do know how to do that. That's fundamental to who I am. It comes as a part of the package of my masculine energy. So therefore, we go back to that potent reality of checking who we are, and we begin to develop that muscle. But we take it step by step because we don't suddenly think, oh, bang, got to do this. And we don't think, oh, I've got to impose this on anybody else either. We simply develop ourselves and invite others to join the party, to participate as we give them the gift of who we are and this is a fundamental thing i want to encourage you out there guys your masculinity is a gift it's a gift that you give have you ever thought about in that context perhaps you've thought of it a lot of different ways at the moment in the conversations of toxic masculinity which are coming up for lots of different reasons because yeah there's people men who are just taking advantage of the fact well i'm a man you know it's okay for me to go touching women's butts at the bar and whatever the case may be and um being abusive and nasty really and whatever the case may be and these things uh, majority of Any decent thinking men out there, we all know, yeah, some of that stuff needs to be questioned. Some of that stuff needs to be seriously taken down because it's all bullcrap. You know, it ain't right. But... At the same time, there's other people coming out with concepts like masculinity fundamentally is toxic. Well, no. Human beings are toxic when they're immature, male or female, masculine or feminine. If you are immature in your life, you are going to be toxic in some capacity, whether that has big implications or small implications. The truth be told, you need to grow up and wake up. Wake up and realize life is a tremendous gift. You are a blessed individual who's been put on this earth to make a contribution. You can do tremendous and wondrous things with the gift of your life. You can um, serve this generation with the potent truth of who you are in so many wonderful, weird and wacky and amazing ways. There's so many people doing it, but come to the reality of facing the truth of who you are. Get to the core of who you are, understand who you are, and then give that as a gift to others. So your masculinity is not toxic. It is a gift. But you've got to understand it deeper. You've got to see it for what it is. For the tremendous asset that you have. Likewise, we all know that femininity is a tremendous gift to the world. Not just to men, to the world. Femininity is a tremendous gift and an asset of such tremendous proportions. And so is masculinity. It's a tremendous gift. So explore your masculinity. Explore the depth of what all that means. When we're talking about these matters, we recognize that some people, okay, the the normative is that perhaps... 80% 80% of, um, of 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 people with uh, male gender have um, a predominant masculine energy per, per se, or at least that was the kind of the statistics or the, the 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 math that was being quoted around the time that David Deida put out most of his material. Maybe that's changed slightly. Maybe that's a societal change. Maybe that's a real change. I don't know. And that's something you got to explore for yourself. You know. Do I have a more predominant masculine or more predominant feminine energy? It doesn't matter what your gender is, whether you have um, the, 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 the gender of male or female, discover your energy for what it is. When we talk about energy, it's an interesting concept because the idea comes up in the whole thing of personality types as well. You know, what differentiates one person's personality from introvert to extrovert to all the other factors that are involved in the whole personality equation is the way that energy flows through our bodies this particular man just can't be like this other man because energy just doesn't flow through his body and his being in his person in that way but if he if that guy to spend his whole life trying to be like this other guy who's different to him whose energy just simply doesn't flow the same way is going to be a complete and utter waste of energy, time, and effort. So therefore, we never compare ourselves against others. We simply compare ourselves against our own potential. And this is why it's so important to know who you are and to accept and to love yourself for who you are. Not to concern yourself with what other people can do, can achieve. Have you even explored or gone on the journey and the mission of discovering what you can accomplish and achieve with your unique strengths, with your unique uniqueness? Take who you are and go on that journey. Present your potent reality as a gift to the other, to whoever that may be. Whether you're a man in a relationship with another man, a woman in a relationship with another woman, or vice versa, or you're just a man in a relationship with a woman. Give the potent reality of who you are as a gift to your partner, to the to that other person. What a tremendous opportunity we have before us. But don't shave off the truth of who you are just to kind of, you know, Um, meet someone else's ideologies about what you should be learn who you are and then declare who you are declare who you are and sometimes that's not going to be straightforward and easy sometimes that might create some friction it might create some arguments it might create some problems but you know what go on that journey, going and growing through that journey, it's part of the the battle that all of us as humanity are in. We're all in this place of questioning and understanding and deepening and growing. But the more individuals who live their truth, who recognize that, you know what, I can't just live a facade called, putting on a mask kind of life. I've got to live according to what's real. The more people who live like that, the more people display to the rest of society to the rest of the world around about us what it is to live a whole and a meaningful and purposeful life so i'm encouraging you to do this strongly particularly in the area of relationships there's been a lot in this conversation there's a lot of things we've been talking about that go beyond simply the realm of relationships some of it's a little bit deep but i hope you've understood the general the general um, gist of what I've been saying and I hope that you can apply it specifically to the area of your relationships relationships are complex things and as men you know we need to grow in the way that we relate to ourselves and the way we relate to others in the way that we express our sexuality in the way that we express our intimacy and our love in the way that we convey all those things we need to understand the love languages of our spouse what does that mean well sometimes you'll be doing so- certain things for them and be all this energy and all this time and all this effort um, and actually you're missing the mark you're missing the point because they don't even communicate in that particular love language you know there's books like men are from Mars women are from Venus. there's other books like the love languages which are quite eye-opening books because they give you an understanding that actually perhaps your spouse lives in a totally different planet operates and functions according to a whole different set of rules and when you can put through into that equation the fact that they um, have a different personality to you. And then you throw into the the, the the equation the fact that society has done a whole bunch of stuff with all of us where it's pl- placed layer upon layer of, of expectations and ways of thinking and ways of approaching life that we've adopted that perhaps are not congruent and aligned with our fundamental truth. So that whole process of individually and even perhaps as a couple going on a journey, and many times it's not about going on this journey as a couple. I'm not really encouraging you to sort of sit down with your, your, your significant other and say, let's go on this journey together, unless you're in that level of intimacy where you can do that, which a lot of people are not necessarily gonna be. But it doesn't matter, don't let the other person stop you from going on your own journey of personal growth. You've got to embrace this process, otherwise nothing will ever change. The more you change, the more the world will change and people around about you will change. People's interactions with you will change. Based upon the changes that they see in you the way that you interact the way you are will fundamentally change and change others change the way people interact with you change the way that people treat you and behave to you so all these things of such great importance but we always start with the man in the mirror that's really what the idea of a man is all about it's about what is your idea of a man <coughs>